Dominic DeCoco. Name that movie. <laughs> uh, that would be Inglorious Bastards. Dominic DeCoco. <laughs> Very nice. Say it again. Say it again. Dominic DeCoco. Boom. <laughs> He's like, bellissimo. Yeah, that's what he does. What am I doing? I said fucking French. He said, bon. This is good, no? We are in France. (laughs) We went in France. Speak French. Because that's their fucking language. You know what they say, when in Rome, speak French. (laughs) Hey, you know why I love MMA so much? It's pretty neat. That is 100% true, but it's also because it brings us together. Hey, everybody, welcome to this episode of the Pretty Neat Podcast. We sure like having the fellowship here. Uh, some pretty neat shit happened over the weekend. And uh, I'm excited to have my co hosts with me. My name is Aaron, and uh, I'm one of the three of the amigos here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn my head and cough to the man with the sweet headphones on. <laughs> Who are you, sir? Uh, you can call me Frodo, since we were mentioning fellowship. <clears throat> I will take the ring tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And then you'll fail at the last second, and Samwise will have to come rescue you. Oh, Sam. <laughs> My Samwise. I'm totally messing with you, man. You you are the best Baggins. I would I would fail before I even got to to fucking Rivendale. Sorry, I had to think about that for a second. I was like, mm. they didn't go. He didn't go to Isengard. That was Pippin and Mary. <laughs> I would have failed before I started. You know the ring? Oh yeah. Guess what? You're all dead. Yeah, I would have got lost on my way to the uh, the uh, what the prancing pony. So you would have made it a lot farther. The third in the room, the Zoom room. Hi, Dom. You know how I know hobbits are gay? <laughs> uh, because they have really large bare feet uh, or is it something else is there gonna be like a dildo faggins joke here because there could be oh oh wow uh i was gonna say the uh the singing in the bar called the prancing pony oh that makes way more sense yeah and we're from a generation where the manipulation of the f word that i used <laughs> i think is appropriate i guess it's an in i actually tried unsuccessfully circa 2015 to bring that word back <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> all you ever... all uh, clerks too taking it back? Taking it back? <laughs> That's right. Nothing fucking happened in those movies. <laughs> yes. Nine hours of here. walking. Did you see the trailer for Clerks uh three? Uh I saw the Comic Con booth for Clerks Three, but I haven't seen the trailer. Oh, it looks so good. Did you see I... her kidneys? What? Excuse me? <laughs> Isn't that a clerk's joke? Wait, is there it, it yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. it is. It's a clerk's joke, not a clerk's two joke. Oh my I, god. I just know Olaf Berserker. Sorry, oh man. I, I th- think you can see her kidneys. Isn't it the girl who sucked 37 dicks or something? His In girlfriend a magazine that he's holding, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Just be, okay. just be glad I wasn't the 36th. <laughs> <laughs> nice i like it 
Well, this is some of the pretty neat stuff that we talk about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go to the pretty neat podcast.com and uh, subscribe. Click the mailbag. Come say hi. We love seeing your questions. Uh, there is a question that I have for each of you that is from the mailbag, but indirectly. Can I give you a disclaimer before I answer it? Yes. Yesterday, for reasons I don't want to get into here, I had to spend time around a sh- like a shallow standing body of fresh water uh, with only shorts and flip-flops on. And uh, I got absolutely annihilated by some sort of bug that lives in that very small area and uh, had some sort of allergic reaction. And now I'm all on Benadryl and Lord knows, Lord knows what I might say. The Dom Dome is going to be really distant today. It's a little foggy in here. (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. Any treatment? Doing anything for it? Benadryl. Well, so I don't, I mean, I use the term lightly. I have like, and I'm not exaggerating, six to eight very, very thick, swollen, like welt style bug bites on my leg. Both legs, excuse me. So like 12 total plus on each arm. Ooh. and uh work was miserable today <laughs> and uh yeah it's rub not- some oils on it and stuff it's it's better than it was but it, ooh. Uh, sorry to hear that bud that's all right sweet we, sassy molassy we have a, a mite in this area called <clears throat> a chigger like and uh they that sounds just like that uh, we get them on our front patio on our porch chairs sometimes. Oh my gosh, one bite welts up and feels like ass. Yeah. It's like it's like if you got bit by a flea, which a lot of people have, mm-hmm. but that flea took a massive shit and it got septic in, underneath your skin. Okay, that's what those bites are like. I'm sorry you're dealing with that. It's all right. Go back to episode 36. There's home remedies for treating gamrot on there (laughs) for trading matthias gamrot that is correct (laughs) Uh, (laughs) wait where's my uh i need my soundboard where is it uh a very important athlete in i would say global history american history women's history and african-american history has retired from the sport of tennis. So, uh, Ms. Okay. Williams, you're getting that Phoenix song, sister. Dang, you had an amazing career. Wait, which Williams? Serena. Serena. She's retiring? Serena yeah. is retired. Why isn't it on ESPN? I think it was. <laughs> or are you looking right now? I'm looking at the literally their front page. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's official. It was on the cover of Vogue. Go to Vogue. There we go. Vogue. Here That's we totally known for their sports coverage. Say goodbye. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. And that little squeak at the end. Ah, uh, yeah, Serena Williams, Dom. You're an admirer of greatness, and you have brought up her greatness on this show. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts? Have a no. good retirement? 
cool. You know, she's married to the guy that uh, oh, it says she alludes to her impending retirement. She's married to the founder of Reddit. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think I knew that. <clears throat> he's, mm. he's a billionaire. Yes. Weird. Hey, I'd retire too if I married him. So, oh, they've okay. been married for a little while. Oh boy, geez. The UFC on ESPN card this past weekend, Tiago Santos got knocked out or finished by Jamal Hill. Incredible fight. Who wants to talk about it first? What were your thoughts? It was cool. I was I was pretty stoked on the action, right? Tiago Santos looked he looked better than he had, but it went the way that I expected. Mm-hmm. Right? I said that he would stop him. It wasn't like a straight up KO. You know, no. it was cumulative over time. He got him down on the ground and then just he couldn't really defend himself effectively. And they stopped it. It's a good stoppage. Yeah. Um just really precise. Yeah. You know, mix of fast attacks, laying back, good variation. You know, I, I thought Tiago had a good game plan of, of trying to go down for a takedown. It just didn't go his way. And mm-hmm. there were some periods of time where I saw Tiago's, he's getting a little wild, right? A little desperate, missing big, throwing hard, and then trying to mm-hmm. somewhat recover by throwing like some spinning attacks, right? When he overthrows and just put himself in bad position. And, and Jamal took advantage of that, right? He did yeah. what exactly what he needed to do and took advantage of those tactical errors and was very precise. I, I loved it. Yeah. I agree with everything you just said. I think Jamal Hill is a real, real uh, prospect at light heavyweight. I, I don't think he's, I think he's probably one fight from a title shot. Um, he, I mean, the advanced stats so heavily favor him. I kind of like <laughs> that he got it done in the fourth round because it shows that he can go deep into a fight. Um, yeah, he took some hits too. He was pretty beat up. I like that he faced a little bit. He took uh, 28 to the head of 66 and dished out 68 of 131. He was 12 for 12 with body shots, nine for nine to the legs, 130 for 194 total strikes. Uh, he, he damn near tripled Tiago's total strikes. Mm-hmm. That type of volume is impressive. Yeah. It goes to Tiago's power, though, because yep. he did not have that much volume, but he he put it on Jamal's face. And you were saying something about two fights from a title fight. Didn't he you see one. one? One. And you know, what? I think that's fair. But didn't you see the the posters that accidentally went up? <laughs> no, <laughs> they yeah, put, he showed it to us. <laughs> you showed it to us. They put no way. It was me. It was uh, you. They put Jamal Hill where Leon Edwards is supposed to be for the Usman Edwards 2 coming up. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. yeah. It was Usman Edwards, but it was a picture of Jamal fucking Hill. <laughs> and they, oh yeah, it sure is. Look at that. <laughs> Somebody got fired. Wait, where? there's got to be a good sound effect here <sighs> for, for like that one. Wait, now that's dumb. Yeah. Do your jobs. 
Is that real? I don't think it is. I looked it's at it from little, Bilal Muhammad, but I looked at it a little closer and it it really looks pretty tampered. But it's a great fucking joke if it is. <sighs> I, <laughs> I don't I don't get why Bilal Muhammad of all people is like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in on this this uh social discussion, but <laughs> huh. That was a fun one though. Uh, that was it was a great fight. What did you guys think about um the co-main Vicente Luque versus Hands of Steel? I'm a Hands of Steel fan. I believe listening back, I thought Luque would have this, but whoo, he he got the shit kicked out of him, man. What does this say yeah. about does this say more about Jeff than it does about Luque? I thought it spoke. I mean, my takeaway from it was, man, Fortis Fortis MMA is a great fucking gym. <laughs> yeah, up here in Dallas. Saoud, right? He was calling out combinations, which is kind of a hallmark for them, where they're they kind of talk in code. Great, great corner work. You know, just really spot on and what he needed to do. And very, I mean, it surprised the shit out of me. I, I didn't think that it was going to go that way, and. Maybe that's because I was looking too much on the last couple of fights from Jeff Neal, and and I, I, I assumed he was just past the point of him ascending or or improving. I think that's fair, and I was wrong, big time. Do you think he improved, or do you think he just never had to deal with any ground game? Because I feel like he's always had great striking. I mean, hands of steel. Not not grips of steel, right? Well, Kaikara France is called "Don't Blink." <laughs> Fair enough. Now that's 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 true. And you know what? Looking at it now, I actually think a little less of Jeff, but not like less less. I just mean he kind of did what he does, which is come out and shock people in a way by putting them away like that. But now you know what? He dismantled Vincente, and Vincente looked to be in full form. So you know what? Full credit, man. You know, Jeff Neal is someone that I could see getting a title shot at some point in the very near future. Really? He's, not, he's never had one. Why no, not? He's, he hasn't. But didn't what? he lose to... <laughs> didn't he lose to Neil Magny? Or am he I did. Thinking, yeah, he did. Am I thinking that up? <laughs> in, my, in my quest to have him... To have them fused into one to have person, them be one person, and right? Become Jeff Neil Magny. He Jeff he Neil did lost to Neil Magny. He did Jeff Neil Magny. Uh, <laughs> May of twenty twenty one is when that happened. I, you know, at welterweight. So, like, you're saying he would fight Kumaro or Islam? He wouldn't fight Islam. Islam is in lightweight. He's in the lightweight division. Division. I'm sure uh, he's he Islam in lightweight division. Who um, am I thinking I of? Think Who's he fighting? Of, uh, Hasmat. Thank no, Hasmat. no. Cosmot's fighting Nate. Who, right? No, but, Us, Usman's fighting Edwards. What the fuck am I are saying? Are you are you asking? Jesus. Yeah, who he yeah, would he's fight? fighting yeah. Leon Edwards. Yeah. How does he do against Edwards or Usman? He loses to he Usman loses. and gives Edwards a run, but probably loses. Agreed. I don't know. After Nate Diaz got those combos on him, I think that if if that was Neil, so weird. At the end, if Neil can do that earlier, he, I think he might have a chance uh, with Leon and finishing it. 
But hmm. I, Usman, I don't think he'd have. I don't think he'd have it. That wrestling is so fucking good. Speaking of Usman, how about we Usman. move? You want to move right into his little bigger, little big brother, uh, winning by knockout. Big tomorrow, Mo. also going to be in the next Black Panther. What? Yeah. What? what? Or I should say, he is in the Black Panther movie that releases relatively <laughs> soon. That is done. That has already been made. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's not going to be in the third one. Well, he, I don't know. But the, I mean, the second one, which comes out, what, in the fall or September or something? Uh, yeah. yeah, fairly soon. Yeah. That's right. He, I don't know what kind of role he's playing, but he's in it. Do you think GSP got him into the Marvel Universe? No. <laughs> They're both <laughs> welterweight champions, and he is in Captain America. You stick with me. I put you in the movies. <laughs> well, I he's actually, not following Rampage. I, I mean, was thinking it was good, but it's funny you say Captain America because I was thinking about Anthony Smith, where I think he's like the Red Skull. He guides he guides others to a treasure he can't possess. <laughs> no, 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 that's that's no shots fired. You want to tangle with the Red Skull? Let me know how that goes for you. But uh, that's kind of what I think of Anthony Smith. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. Nice. I like yeah, it. I, Muhammad was an underdog there, and uh, got mm-hmm. it done. He was not winning the fight on the cards. I I only saw the highlights of this fight. Um, but yeah, the the advanced stats favor Zach Palga. Yeah, he was losing. Uh, it, the fight was going exactly how I thought it was going to go, except for fifteen minutes. I thought it was going to do that for fifteen minutes, and he was going to lose by decision. But pulled it off. Welcome not to the UFC. A, not a single decision on the card. Really? Yeah, I Every single fight was a finish. That was wild. That's wild. I wonder how many times that's happened. Uh, I believe it's only happened once or twice before. Back at UFC uh, 36 or 7. I don't know. If you just pull that off the top of your head, I'm going to be very impressed. <laughs> I if I if you look it up, I I I did, but hey, I didn't even fucking realize that. Jeez, yeah. but yeah, there was a lot of finishes. Uh, wow. There were exclusively finishes. Yeah, they're all <laughs> they were all in fact finishes. Uh, Juliana, Juliana and Brogan in the other tough finale, women's flyweight. So I'm sorry. Let me back up really quick, but it applies to this one too. Yeah. So the way the tough rules work, Mohammed and Juliana both get contracts. Is that right? Yes. yes. They get undesirable contracts. Yeah. <laughs> They're undesirable, number one. Um, mm-hmm. And they then, got some uh, fight of the night bonuses, probably. It seems likely that Palga will get one. I don't know about Brogan Walker, right? <laughs> yeah. She's thirty. The... She's 34. Ooh. She got Brogan. When she got when she lost, yeah, on Saturday she's thirty four. Yeah. She's had six professional fights. Mm. You know, I, I think she lives in Guam and then travels to California to train. Huh. So I don't know. I, I don't know what the sustainability is of that. Yeah, not great. I thought Juliana looked great, um, and I, I didn't know. I didn't because I, mean, I didn't pay attention to tough because it's not worth paying attention to. I didn't know that she was a, a broadcaster uh, for another organization as well as a fighter. So I, I, I kind of think she's going to 
be uh, at least a personality in the UFC for the foreseeable future. And I look forward to it. Does she do California Caves Warriors? I believe that is the name of it. Okay. Is that right? Did you look it up? That's where her, she had. She'd done some stuff. Uh, she beat Caitlin Neal in the semifinal and then Brogan Walker, but she, then she had two fights in Invicta and then it's California Caves Warriors in June mm. of 2019. So I'm just guessing. I don't know. How neat is Brian Battle? I mean, minus the fact that his nickname is Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. <laughs> I loved watching him win. Yeah, it was pretty epic. I mean, mm-hmm. doesn't get much prettier than that. Straight head kick, flat on his back. Wonderful. Does he, does he destroy Ian Gary or does Ian Gary just... Is that a good fight? Did I you mean, guys just skip three fights? No. Yeah, we skipped all the fights. We're talking about Brian Battle. Yeah, he's cooler. Yeah. Okay. Pooh Bear. Come on. Pooh Bear. That's a terrible nickname. (laughs) Check me out. I'm fucking Pooh Bear. (laughs) Who's fucking Pooh Bear? I'm I'm fucking Pooh Bear. (laughs) Got it. Got it. I I I think he is so interesting uh, as kind of a personality. And uh, you can tell that he's got fight IQ. He he doesn't go crazy. Um, and I think that he would have a war with Barbarena or he would have a chess mask with Ian Gary. And I love that he called out both of them at welterweight. Uh, and I think I think either of those fights would be interesting for him. Ian Gary is the much more intriguing fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brian Barbarena, you kind of know what you're going to get. Yep. But it's yep. going to be that kind of fight. A barber, also, barbarian, and a battle. <laughs> Barbarina is not the guy like on the way to top ten contention, right? Battle is Ian Gary is so. Preach, make yep. it happen, UFC. Yep. What fight do you want to talk about, Mister Dom? I mean, that head kick was nasty, but uh, you want to talk about Sam? <laughs> well, we will. But before we do, I do want to say Terrence McKinney uh, called out Patty Pimblett at lightweight. And okay. Terrence would eat Patty Pimblett. And eat his I, lunch. I'm, Patty would be upset about that. I'm very, I'm very into <laughs> I'm very into that fight. That's all I wanted to say on that one, though. He looks like he is getting better every single fight. He's never gone to a decision. Win or lose. Crazy. His entire I career. Like amateurs guys like included. That. And you know mm. what? He has fights against not no name opponents, right? Uh mm-hmm. Matt Frivola, Drew Dober. There's there's a couple guys on there that other that Patty Pimblet certainly doesn't have. So yeah. So I props to that. But Sam, Sam, Sam. 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 You're the man. You're a friend of the podcast, but clearly the curse is real. The curse lives on. So the question becomes, do we rename the curse after the man who started it all? Smile and Sam Alley. Oh boy. Is that too much? Hey Sam, if you're listening to the show and you're against that, send us a message. (laughs) But for now, I think that the Alvi curse is 
not an inappropriate name. Uh, Sam Alvey has had quite the career. Yeah, he has. He's going to go WWE. He wants to go WWE. And I think Does he? Good, yeah, I think that'd be a good move for him. Why? Is he going to start doing roids? Why not? Is he going to run some gear and look like a, a WWE wrestler? I hope he does. I think he'll adopt the smiling Sam. They'll do a kick-ass intro song for him, just like Rowdy Ronda. And, you know, he'll be famous for being a quote-unquote loser when he comes in, and he'll shock the world by okay. dominating somebody important that maybe is on their way out. You know? Is she still in the UFC or the WWE? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You're saying Sam should fight her? <laughs> I'd pay. I I mean, sure. Yeah. What about the other fights? Or Sam, what did you think about Sam going out? Uh, I, the trend continues. Yeah. Just he's washed, man. Felt washed. So what, he's 08 and 1 in his last nine, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couple of questionable decisions in there. Um, True. At one point in time, he was 33 and 10 in his professional career. That's pretty good. So, hey, he said it. He reiterated it. Don't leave it to the judges. Yep. So he left it to the judges. He thinks those like super vicious head kicks should be allowed. (laughs) Remember, he was showing us that that one where the guy was like flat on his stomach and the guy like kicked him like a fucking soccer ball in the head. (laughs) He's like, yeah, let's do that. Let's do more of that. Like, oh, okay, Sam. <laughs> Damn. Hey, it was a fun night of fights, though. I enjoyed it. Um, wasn't there another? Were there more fights this past weekend, or am I crazy? There was a PFL on Friday. Mm-hmm. There was. Uh, anything exciting? You watch any highlights? I haven't watched shit about it. No. All right. Marketing team at PFL. Uh, it was their playoffs. <laughs> also, there's a guy in PFL named Elvis LeBron Quiles, Q-U-I-L-E-S, Quiles, 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 uh, that he just won any name championship we could give out. <laughs> um, oh. Anthony Pettis lost to Stevie Ray. Yep. Stevie Also Ray's not fun. a bad name. And nobody else that I've heard of, so. I have to get back to that that question. We have to answer a fan question. It's not it's not even cool. Member of the fellowship called it to order and wants to know who's the best guitarist in your mind and who's your favorite guitarist because it could be two different answers and it can't be carlos santana because that's mine and it's personal reasons this was the uh mailbag question yes it came from a tech it came from a text though uh because said member of the fellowship happens to have my phone number so okay i'm really curious about ryan's yeah because mine you guys could probably guess because you got favorite or best? My answer is the same for both. I mean, in what genre? <laughs> <laughs> That's you ask so... a, can I ask a clarifying question? I think, yeah, why not? It's your show. Right? You know, 
genre specific. Uh, because the the main guitar player Tim from Polyphia, in terms mm. of his technical prowess, mm. is probably some of the best just overall talent that I've seen. Yeah. But if we're talking like favorite guitar player with a mix of hook, live performance, you know, not just playing guitar, playing guitar and singing, it's Claudio Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> nice. When he do the double neck V guitar that yeah, his, he plays. His, his, his live performance is unreal, right? Mix of a little bit more modern, classic rock. He'll play a double neck guitar. He'll play behind his head. He'll play a solo behind his head. He'll play with his teeth, right? And then he's got glorious hair, which just covers his face. And all you just see is a, a mic stand in the middle of a mound of hair. <laughs> and he's just rocking to the very limit of his being. <laughs> I love that. Ah, Dom, you said yours was the same for both. Mm -hmm. Who is it? I don't feel like we can actually have this conversation because you guys are actively doing something that really annoys me. What are we what doing? You're, you're doing the thing. And I, I'm kind of stretching a bit here. So go with me. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing the thing where you knowingly reference or refer to someone who basically no one has heard of. And, and then when, when Tim Hens, and I'm then, that, and okay. then, hang on, let me finish my thought. And then okay. when that happens, people are like reluctant to try to argue with you because they're like, well, I've never even heard of that guy or that band <laughs> or anything they just said. So maybe I don't know as much as I thought I knew. Um, you are, of course, entitled to your own opinions and your favorite can be whatever. But when it comes to best, both of you were as far as I can tell about as far off as it is possible to be. <laughs> if you say Joe Satriani, I don't know who Joe Satriani is. You don't know who Joe Satriani is. I, want, no, I, I wanna... know who Joe Satriani is. I've heard Coldplay. <laughs> Fuck you guys. That is a deep fucking cut. And I love it so much. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh. Coldplay and Joe Satriani. I need to know. I need to know. This person, because of my reverence for greatness, um, is my favorite because they are the greatest to ever play the guitar by several miles. And there's only one other person that's even close. Don't give me fucking, I don't want to hear, oh, Robert Johnson. No, no, no. No. The answer <laughs> is Jimi Hendrix. And neither of you were even in the fucking ballpark because you have to be those guys. And I get it and I respect <laughs> it. But you're both so abhorrently wrong i don't even know how to go forward with the rest of our podcast <laughs> everything oh he plays with his teeth and behind his head that's cool jimmy hendrix had to play right-handed because he's left-handed sorry he had to play a right-handed guitar backwards because he's a lefty my friend mark barella does that and without him no so much music like would flat out not exist so that's true. I, you know what? I would actually, I might take my my shit back. I might throw to Albert King. Mm, blues yeah. man. I somewhere, love Albert. Somewhere King. Eric Clapton is like, hey. <laughs> hey we're, so we're just gonna pretend that it's yeah. like I, whatever. It'd be You're, like someone being like, hey, 
who's the best UFC fighter of all time? And people want to be like, uh, well, if you really look at it and really think about it, and it's like John Jones, here's these other six sort of things that are just in my mind. It's uh, uh, Benson Henderson. You're like, okay, well, it's there, not. It's not the even answer the same is, fucking thing. How dare no, you? it is the same. It is the same. <laughs> it's John Jones. It is the same. Benson Hens- saying Benson Henderson is your favorite MMO, MMA fighter is the equivalent of what we're just talking about in terms of favorite guitar player. When we no, specifically qualify the question as most talented and favorite. Favorite is totally subjective to the individual. Well, and I, no, I led with that, right? So I'm I'm only griping. You can have whoever your favorite, whoever you want your favorite to be is fine with me. How dare you? My grape for the greatest or best or most talented. It is so clearly Jimi Hendrix. Although some people say Prince, but I'm not a Prince Ooh, fan. And I, I like I don't, funk. I couldn't, so. I couldn't tell you one way or the other, but. Hendrix is a solid answer. There has to be a qualifying question. Yeah, like the genre. Groundbreaking ability, Jimi Hendrix. Thank you. The list should be called the Jimi Hendrix list. The the greatest guitar player not named Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix list. Yeah, I like it. Tim Henson will be on that list. And I, from Polyphia, and I know it's me doing that thing with Ryan that you he said won't, we though. do. He won't though, because he if will. you go to he won't because if you go to any respected he's music, twenty two years any old, any respected music website or magazine, he's not on it. Go to Guitar Center, go to Guitar World and search okay. Tim. Oh, Henson. I'm, I'm sorry, Guitar Center is a store. <laughs> yeah, but it's also one of the places where people guitar congregate. Who who do you think Guitar World says is the best guitar player of all time? I would say if you look up modern guitar players, he is in the top twenty. You didn't say who is your favorite modern. That's why we are saying there should be a good qualifier, which there was not. As a so, matter of fact, got... as a okay, as a ahead. matter of fact, guitarworld.com doesn't lists... have Jimi Hendrix at number one. They don't. They have Brian May from Queen. Yes. They have Jimi Hendrix at number two, and they have another guy we didn't mention, Jimmy Page, at number three. Although uh, we should. People love Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Clapton at five. David Gilmore at six. I think that's a little bit of a stretch. Uh, I've never heard of Richie Blackmore, but I do know Deep Purple. Um, the guy from Rush, Jeff Beck, uh, Slash. Uh, I don't know. There's Carlos Santana at 11. I'm sorry. Whoever it was that you just said isn't ever going to be on this list, sir. It's, it's just not going to happen. He's in his early 20s. I don't care. <laughs> hey, I mean, this list, let's be honest. This list is heavily predicated on the band's impact. Mm. Right. And we're, we, to Dom's point, we're talking about some niche, some niche yeah. guitarists. And Tim Henson is very niche right now. You're saying that he's not going to be niche in the future? No, because Polyphia's music video for Playing God became number one on YouTube for a day, the day it came out, and nobody had ever heard of the band. Most people still haven't, but it was number one on YouTube. So there is a generation of people who are loving Tim Henson. And I'm in Texas, so I I have an extreme bias because they are a Texas band. So he's way more popular here. I don't know what one day at the head of YouTube or the top of YouTube means for being the best guitar player of all time. That's <laughs> honestly, I don't, this might be That's the medicine, the medicine slash bug poison running through my veins. That is the dumbest fucking argument I've ever heard in my entire life because my 
seven-year-old watches ASMR videos of people pouring candy onto plastic babies. And those get tens of millions of views. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're comparing. Sometimes it's very very impossible to get too cute with it. Like we do it when we're like, oh, oh, no, you know what it would be like? You know what you guys just did? And I your argument is that everyone who would watch these videos is your daughter. (laughs) And that is an invalid. argument. No, it's not. The argument, let me go back to what I was saying before. This is the argument. It'd be like saying, who's the best MMA fighter of all time? And then me, because I would do this, you guys know me, being like, well, listen, here's how you have to think about it. It's Kayla Harrison for these reasons. When most MMA fans have not heard of her. Ooh, damn. Now I really think she is. That's what you guys are doing. So (laughs) so stop doing that. You know what? That's a fair response. It's early. (laughs) It's early in his career. Just like it's early in Kayla's. Kayla might get fucking dominated when she comes to the UFC. It's, it's not and impossible. She would, and she would however never unlikely be. it is. Oh, so you're right. Tim Henson, however unlikely it is, will probably be at the top. So let's move on to MMA. And do you know what else? Do you know <laughs> what else? We didn't mention Jack White. Oh, my God. And we should have. We yeah. didn't mention John Mayer. And I know people hate him, but we should have. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying those guys are like where we're I don't know that they're like top 10. Jack White is maybe close. He's a he's a, he's a phenomenal guitar player. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh Gary Cole Jr. No, no, not Gary Cole. Gary, Gary Coleman. Clark. Gary, Gary Clark. Clark. Yeah. Oh shit. Gary Clark. Gary Clark. Benadryl. <laughs> Sorry. Gary Clark Jr. <laughs> Sorry, right? Gary. It's the Benadryl. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to put in a drop of Gary Clark Jr. doing Come Together because his cover of that is fucking amazing. Right here. His everything is basically fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I agree. So you disagree mm-hmm. or you agree? No, I agree. Yeah, he's yeah, fantastic. I love, me. I love me some Gary Clark. So yeah. so let's let's not do this. Oh, this 21-year-old who had a big video on YouTube for a fucking day stop it you're better than that we were listening to him for seven years before that youtube video though <laughs> like he was when big. he was 15 yeah he's been that big do you know what's long. a bummer <laughs> do you know what's a bummer the summer that i graduated high school uh panic at the disco really blew up oh my god i remember and so that was 2005 that Whoa. brendan yuri the lead singer who has a set of pipes on him by the way yeah. Also graduated high school in 2005. <laughs> oh shit. And so it's like, hey, what have I done with my life? <laughs> I think you're pretty fucking rad. You're a kick-ass dad. You have not an at MMA 18, podcast. Not at 18, I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, we were all 18 once. <laughs> yes, we were. You're gonna be a badass 36-year-old, I can tell you that. Almost. I know it to be true. Ugh. I enjoy our banter. But did the did the person who wrote that in say who their favorite was? Uh it was actually Carlos Santana. I stole theirs. Mm. So yeah. I couldn't think on the spot fast enough. I, I could <laughs> never say I hated that song he did with Rob Thomas so much that I, I yeah, so I can't <laughs> like because there was a period of time, it's funny because I was actually talking about this with a coworker today. Where you couldn't go 10 feet in any direction without hearing Hootie and the Blowfish Crack Rear View album. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. there was also a time where you couldn't go anywhere without hearing uh, 
Matchbox 20s Is It Yourself or Someone Like You album. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you remember when Unwritten Law like had that one song uh red and it was like everywhere for a anyway. I don't want to talk about Unwritten Law or Hootie and the Blowfish. I want to talk about people getting knocked the fuck out. I like Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be a cool running bit if people just sent us in random questions like that. Yeah, send them in. Go to the mail. Like, what is in. the best sandwich? Hot dog. <laughs> what is the best sandwich? And what do you consider a sandwich? Because is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh my god. <laughs> Gosh, I love you and I love how you react. You're like the best. You're the Oh my god, get the I'm, fuck out of here. I'm so upset. You got so many compliments from a fan the other day, by the way. Yeah? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Um uh, <laughs> I don't care if a hot dog is a sandwich or not. It is not the best sandwich. The best sandwich there again, there is an obvious answer. Grilled cheese. Nope. Close. Monte Cristo. No, stop it. From Blue Bayou. You're you're upsetting me. You're making me so angry. Club sandwich? No, but you're warmer. <laughs> BLT? BLT. BLT is a pretty The damn BLT solid is sandwich. the best sandwich there is. Actually, I think unless I'm... you consider a hamburger a sandwich. <laughs> then it's which in I know which it's case a burger. it's a burger. But a hamburger yeah. is a burger. But then is a BLT a BLT or is it a sandwich? Well, the... wouldn't you say can I get the BLT? It would be under the sandwich. Section. It would be under the sandwich section where hot dogs are under the hot dog section. Right. So <laughs> that's fair. Here's the yeah. trash food section. You want that? You want a hot dog? Speaking of, <laughs> here's a dome thing for you. Speaking of the Blue Bayou, which we weren't, but we can. Uh, I told you guys this. I, so I work at a high school and we have to do supervision duties every year because we don't have like playgrounds to supervise, right? And uh, we sign up for them before the school year starts. Typically, I work the football games. Um, but this year, I am doing grad night. And you only have to do that. You know, we have to do a certain amount, right? They're each worth a certain amount of points. We have to do a certain amount to get to that amount of points contractually. And uh, grad night, you only have to do that because it is like a 16-hour commitment. So a coworker Ooh. and I are going to be supervising grad night at Disneyland for not just our school, but many other schools uh in may and i'm very excited that's rad that's fun did you yeah. do grad night in high school no when you when you were a senior did nope. you ryan yeah i did yeah we didn't yeah. get to go we weren't allowed uh the senior class wasn't allowed to go we because our prank was too bad <laughs> oh okay we did get to go to knott's berry farm instead which i i think might have been better there were no other high schools how yeah. was your experience at grad night uh no no, no was, ryan <laughs> um <laughs> all right all right tell me it, it was good uh i remember very little of it to be quite honest uh it was an overnight thing there were multiple schools yeah it's like going to a limited series event at disneyland right no lines for anything tons of people just a bunch of fucking 18 year olds doing stupid shenanigans and trying to figure out who you're going to hook up with that night. That's, yeah. that's 
ultimately what I remember the most about it. I think that's what they do most days, wherever they are. Um, <laughs> I heard, so this year, the way they did it was a Saturday and the bus picked them up at the school pretty early if they took the bus. Um, and they went to Disneyland during the day and then California Adventure was the lock-in at night. So they were at Disneyland, like with other high schools and the general Disneyland sort of crowd. And then the high school kids get to go over to grad night. So I don't know if I have to do all of that or if I just get one half of it or or whatever, but I'm looking forward to it. Do you get guest passes if I'm in town? No. <laughs> Damn no. It. It's actually... That'd be very creepy. It is so <laughs> so locked down. Yeah, it makes like it's they don't. They, if you don't have a school issued ticket, you're not getting in. That makes sense. That sounds cool. Have yeah. fun. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the upcoming UFC card? I mean, okay. we could. Yeah. It's going to be right down the street from you guys at the Pachanga Arena in San Diego. <laughs> Formerly yeah, right known as the, the San Diego Sports Arena, where one time a Lakers preseason game had to be either ended early or halted for several hours while the roof leaked and they had to fix that. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe the most impressive thing about it is that they haven't bulldozed it yet. Uh, I saw Carrie Underwood there. <laughs> My first pick for this weekend is that the roof caves in. I hope not, because a lot of people would get injured. And now it's time for the Pretty Me Podcast. <laughs> On ESPN's website. So moments ago, we had whatever LeBron Keyless Quiles. <laughs> yeah. Who, who I gave the name championship belt to. Well, he just lost it because the second prelim listed on ESPN, and sometimes there the order of the fights is a little off for ESPN, is Damon Blackshear. Oh, yeah, Damon. Big D, little A, apostrophe, big M, O, N. Damon. Damon. Damon Blackshear. No, I like Damon. Damon. Demon, you'd think there'd be an E at the end. Damon? Uh, Who is this child? Oh, I hope it is pronounced Damon. Damon. Oh, yeah. But I like Damon. He fights at 135. He has an awesome last name. Um, He has two CFFC championships. (laughs) Um, Lost one in Titan FC, and he appears to be making his UFC debut. Dang. Stupendous. His nickname? Are you ready? Oh, no. It's very meta. All right. Duh, D-A, space, monster. Demon, the monster, black sheep. Get it? The monster? I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, your reigning, defending, undisputed name champion, (laughs) Demon Blackshear. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not necessarily an Ode, uh, sorry, a name champion gave myself away there. But Ode Osborne has an interesting name and he also has an interesting fight style and uh, interesting haircut. <laughs> definitely an interesting haircut. Uh, yeah. 
Tyson Nam all be his record 2012 and one? Uh, is can you can you do me a favor? One. What's up? Here's this whole episode is a fucking dom dome for me. <laughs> can you pull up hit uh, instead of your soundboard? Can we get a little picture of their the the sort of tail of the tape side by side that ESPN has? We got to get a look at this picture of Tyson Nam. Yeah. Yeah. Tyson Nam, who, by the way, is 38 years old. I have to tell you, I when I first heard Tyson Nam, all I had were positive memories of Nam fam from back in the day. Man, he was so fun to watch. Anyway, Nam fam, where are you at? Come on the Pretty Podcast. We want to talk to you. All I'm saying is Tyson Nam looks rather posed. And apparently, according to ESPN, he only weighs 25 pounds. There they are. Oh, my God. Okay. Tyson Nam, you're a Mortal Kombat. You're a street fighter. Look at his pose, though. Super posed. What do I do with my arms? (laughs) Where do I hold my arms? Or he has to hold them like that to look that ripped. I'm leaning with B. No shots. I just think it's a fun picture. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Ode, he's fun. Also super ripped. Look at Charlie Antaviros's hair. No wonder he's and his facial expression. Dog. Yeah, he's, is he is he is he doing uh blue what's steel? The, blue steel, thank you. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> he's giving full on blue steel. Yeah, he looks <laughs> what's like the he's... other one though. What's his other look? Magnum. 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 I was gonna say Maverick is why I paused. Magnum. Magnum. This motherfucker turned left. It's not ready yet. <laughs> this motherfucker. He does turn left. The American bad boy Charlie Ontiveros turned left, saw a poodle that took a big shit, and he's very upset about it. And <laughs> the poodle was his hair. <laughs> And the poodle was his hair. Yeah. Gabriel. Charlie Otaveros. Come on the Brittany podcast. Gabriel Benenitez's middle nickname is Mugly or Mogli. The fuck is that? I've never heard that. Okay. All right. That would definitely be pronounced Mogli. (laughs) Mogli. What about. What do you you guys think of Calvillo and the Nunez rebooking? Uh, which is now finally happening. Are you at all interested? Is is Nina gonna gonna win? What's gonna What's gonna happen here? Nina's not gonna win. <laughs> How is she not gonna win? Because she hasn't been competitive in her last three fights, two fights. Mm-hmm. She lost to Dern and Suarez. She beat Claudia Gadelia, Marcos, and Angela Hill before that. But she has not been very active. 2017, two fights in 18, one in 19. We haven't seen her since uh, April yeah. of 2021. So she's been I the mean, primary. She's, she's too busy being a mom. Yeah. 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 And also, like, Amanda's made enough money. She shouldn't have to fight. Maybe she just wants to. But yeah. I mean, if that that's a be. passion for you. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I support it. Yeah. You you mentioned Angela Hill. She's fighting Lupe Godinez. Uh, don't let the name fool you on Lupe. She's fucking vicious. Um, as you can see, she's a massive favorite. Uh, I can see why. I think that she is going to uh, scare Angela into defeat in this fight. And that's, scare her? Yeah, and that's a lot for me to say about Angela because Angela is one of the most fearless fighters out there who can get in there and go to work. But Loopy has this weird. She has this weird style that that I really like. She's 
just kind of this new vicious type of female fighter coming in with like the Mavericks. And I mean, that's a bad example, but she reminds me of Juliana and uh, Juliana from tough, not Juliana Pena. And um, a couple of the other Juliana killer Miller. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. I actually think it will be quite competitive, but I do think Luby will finish this probably under two and a half. Wow. Well, under two and a half, that's not like a bold prediction, but club um, and sub club and sub club and sub. I'm calling it. That'd be a good name for a sandwich shop. Speaking of sandwiches. Hey man, just a whole bunch of callbacks. This is a professional podcast. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Right. Where's my soundboard for how professional we are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so even know what that you means. guys notice this is a catch weight. What is the Loopy Angela Hill fight? Is it? I didn't yeah, notice. Yeah, that. look at that. And Angela Hill has grandparents that were abducted by aliens. Is that in the fun fact section? Where the fuck did you see that? <laughs> Google it. Hey, here's an article. Yeah, her grandfather was a allegedly abducted in 1961 did y'all see nope yet tried and my now seven-year-old was like yep i'm not having this and not gonna do it he <laughs> left was it good if i loved it i thought it was fantastic okay. yeah really liked it it inspired me to buy a hat which uh has nothing Whoa. to do what with kind the of hat plot of the yeah. movie but uh, it's almost a cowboy hat. If I remember, I'll go get it. Mm. Speaking wait, of which, wait, 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 wait. What's almost a cowboy hat? Let me show you. <laughs> you talk amongst it's, yourselves. Try and decide. It's a cowboy what it hat is. or it's not. Um, Priscilla Cachoeira and Ariana. I, I think she's queen of violence. Lipsky. <laughs> <laughs> you startled me with that. Queen that of violence. A- that was a that was a sort of involuntary giggle that you just got there. <laughs> Queen of uh, Violence. So that, that God, uh, what that a nickname. nickname, right? The Queen of Violence. That like, one got you. Is that, are you an MMA fighter or like an obscure graphic novel character? What the, the Queen? F- yeah, fuck. Or Queen like the violence. the boss, like twenty percent of the way through a through a long form video game oh you did buy you know what is that i mean that is that almost a cowboy hat or is that uh quasi indiana jones hat you know gary clark jr it's a gary is that clark, a clark, clark gary clark jr hat That's i gotta I'm say gonna something say. you're not as cool as gary clark jr he can't oh heck me. no i would never compare oh, okay myself. uh <laughs> but this is my my nope. Tell you something while you can't hear me. You'll never be as cool as Junior. <laughs> this is my nope impression where I do the bottom of the hat over the camera. Anyway, oh. my my four year old nephew sometimes wears a Nirvana shirt that my sister bought him like semi ironically, and because uh, he's four, <laughs> you know, and uh, he's and he's a he's a little tiny dude, and I was like, hey, is uh, and I you know I said his name. I'm like, is is Uncle Dominic cooler than Dave Grohl? And have I told you guys this story before? No, no. Okay. Uh, no, but are you cooler than they grow? Well, of course not. And without missing a beat and not knowing who Dave girl is, he goes, no, and turns around and walks away. Sorry. Yeah. Hmm. 
so I'm not as cool as Dave Grohl and you're not as cool as Gary Clark Jr. Angela Hill's grandparents were abducted by aliens and uh, Queen of Violence is a fucking ridiculous nickname. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to it. We need to talk about Priscilla Cachoeira and uh, Ariana Queen of Violence Lipsky. Yeah, yeah, we do. So it feels like Priscilla Cachoeira is one of those fighters that fights every six or eight weeks. I know that that's not true, but it feels like she is. And that's probably because she was on Charles Oliveira, Michael Chandler, and Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier. Did she have a busted orbital? What? Mm. Or, or, or Yeah. Or does she just look a lot like Nico Price? And I'm thinking about him. She with looks. The... That is so, that's such a good pull. She yeah. is, she is Lady Nico Price. Yeah. And he busted his orbital. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really close, isn't it? It's, it's much closer than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> it's all I can see now. <laughs> Oh my. She just needs to get free spirit tattooed across her neck and then they'd be literally indistinguishable from each other. <laughs> is this a is this a good fight? Right here. I don't know. Ariana uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Women's bantamweight isn't really <laughs> a thing until Amanda leaves. Yeah. Mm. Uh Devin Clark is fighting. Azamat Merkazakhanov. And uh, that was really hard to say. Um, Azamat Merzakhanov. So, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say the brown bear versus the professional should be fun. Both some, some big numbers on their record. Professionals this, undefeated. Yeah. Seems like the professional should have this one, right? Average fight so. time, 652. Knockdowns per 15 minutes, 2.18. 73% of his wins by KO. Russians got to do what a Russian's got to do. Yeah. What's this fight weight-wise? Because I see here... Light, light heavyweight, 205. So is Devin Clark coming down from heavyweight then for this fight, I'm wondering? No, I think he's always fought at 205. It's weird that the UFC site will put, like, some different weights. Like, yes. hey, is this what you were weighing, like, a week and a half ago? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. But I guess it makes sense. Huh. Uh, two shadows are going to fight each other in women's straw weight. <laughs> and then we get our co-main event. And uh, that's neat. And then we get the main event. <laughs> Dang, bypass the co-main. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I watch a lot of MMA, uh, which is not limited to UFC. But I, I know who Nate Landwehr is. Landwehr. But I can't recall. I can't recall a single one of his fights, and the same exact thing goes for David Onama. No, I've seen David Onama fight. He's he is a prospect. Is he? Now here's the thing: he fights at featherweight. So if you fight at bantamweight, featherweight, or lightweight, unless you are a true standout, you're you're getting buried in that division. Yes, Mm -hmm. and I think that's really the problem. Uh, also, I don't know if he's a good enough fighter. So you, we last saw Nate Landaware at a UFC fight night that I'd be willing to bet a thousand dollars neither of you could call who headlined it, it without looking it up. I'm going to make a guess at okay. the fight night that he 
last fought. I'm going to say. Ah, shit. Uh, I'm going to say it was back in 2019. No, 2020. Uh, damn. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> it was in 2021. Are you looking at it? I, I just see where his last uh, his last win was. was in October yeah. 16th of 2021. A fight night card headlined by Aspen Ladd and Norma Dumont. Hell yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Also on that card, Eric Gonzalez, Jim Miller, Mm. Andre Arlovsky, who's like, hey, how come I'm not headlining that? Uh, (laughs) Lupe Godinez. Uh She fought Luana Carolina. And uh, I, I, you know what? I feel like I remember talking about that fight. And I actually feel like I remember watching that fight. Yeah. She's very scary. close decision. You know what I like about this fight, though, is um, I mean, it's the co-main, so it's expected fireworks, I would say. Um, and I do think that this is a pedestal for David because Nate is a very strong competitor uh, who moves forward. And David, from his last two fights, has some great counter striking. Um, and he he reminds me of of kind of that like a McKinney Kamzat mix, sort of sort of a weird combo. But hang on, yeah, I feel like I'm picking on you today, and I want to apologize before I do it a little bit more. <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> you just said David Onama, unless I misheard you, has a little bit of that Hamzat McKinney thing. <laughs> Which sort of insinuates that there is a Hamzat McKinney thing that we've talked about before, and that for some reason this guy has some of it. What is the Benadryl not letting me hear? Uh, he, he's a he, finisher. He's a finisher who okay. presses, who mauls you like a Kamzat, but he has okay. this naivety and hesitancy that comes up a little bit depending on his mood that Terrence McKinney displays. Okay. So that's Did I where... space out and you said all of that? <laughs> Absolutely not. <Okay>. I totally <laughs> dude, I make I mix up words. I no no no, it's okay. I I spew verbal diarrhea <laughs> often. <laughs> I'm not upset about it. I just again. <laughs> Did either of you listen to the last episode? Yes. Good God, man. What was that fucking <laughs> jazz break of diarrhea <laughs> for what went on for felt like far too long yeah three and a half minutes of uh <laughs> much of... much like diarrhea it went on for too long <laughs> yeah although i mean it just so happens that this is international Di- diarrhea awareness week yeah is it really yeah it runs till friday oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your call cannot be completed as dialed. <laughs> Broke Tom. <laughs> uh, the, the daddiest of dad jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Oh, I, I clearly ruined the mood with that joke. Oh, sorry. So sorry. Credit to DW, our old keyboard player from the Deadly Rats, for telling me that <laughs> Uh, yes, I was. Was talking. that band name a reference to the Black Plague? 
what no it was a reference to uh the fat the pirate ships back in the day that flew red pirate flags took no quarter they didn't they killed everyone and took everything whereas opposed to black you could roll up and parlay with them so deadly reds i thought you said deadly rats ah no reds. oh yeah deadly reds. reds is a much cooler band name thanks man it was ryan's idea if i remember correctly a coworker and I will often be like, hey, that'd be a good band name, like Quiet Tuesday. <laughs> Opening for Alkaline Trio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys catch that the guy from Alkaline Trio, is it Matt Skiba? Is that his name? Yeah. Is like, oh, I don't know if I'm in Blink 182 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They're they're talking about getting the the OGs back together. Yeah. Okay. Weird. <laughs> Speaking of OGs, you want to talk about Dominic Cruz? The dominant. You just know. You just know. Tom is the guy that Mark and Travis are like this fucking guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he is. He is that guy. He uh, totally yeah. is that guy. Fucking alien dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to make amends. What do we do? <laughs> I mean, he's better than Matt Skiba, right? Do we let him in? Do we let him back? Do you think he's better than Matt Skiba? In Blink One Eighty Two, I prefer. Oh the original yeah, trio. yeah. In yeah. Blink One Eighty Two, yes. In Alkaline Trio, like. It's the same argument. Matt Skiba in Blink-182, it sort of works. And if you put Tom DeLong, no, that's not the same argument. Because you couldn't put Tom DeLong in Alkaline Trio and say, no. it'll work. It, it wouldn't work at all because mm. Alkaline Trio needs Matt Skiba for his uh, his vocals. So I digress. But uh, it's okay. <laughs> Tom DeLong's better in well, that combination. Dom was talking the other day. Who is the basketball player who thought the earth was flat? Just like Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. So, I mean, these two guys, like you said, they fl- fly in planes more than any other normal people on the planet. And they're both. Well, he doesn't. I don't think Tom thinks the earth is flat. Um, uh, he was he was a flat earther for a while, if I recall he? correctly. Yeah, he, he may very well have been. Um, I think because you got, you know, Mark Hoppus had cancer, like pretty serious cancer. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder if like that made him kind of reconsider. I don't I don't think it ended well between them. Well, it was bad between them for a long time because that Neighborhoods album was a fucking disaster because of it. Um, no, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, because of, because of uh, Mark's cancer they started to kind of build those bridges back. Mm. So who knows what's going to happen for the future? I mean, do we, do we need, there's probably going to be the obligatory reunion with a new album. That's going to happen. But do we need more than that? Mm. I, I love Blink-182. Um, and, you know, they're interesting because like, when we were talking about guitar players earlier, there was a time where they were the band that was the equivalent of the guitar players you guys were talking about, right? Like mm-hmm. the band that only a niche amount of people had heard. And yeah. like, then they got so crazy, absurd, famous. Um, so I guess Aaron, I'll back up a little bit. It could happen for your guy who's 22. It's not going to, but it could. Um, <laughs> so that, <laughs> That's that's in talk about like a real callback. That that's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. people were like, oh, you don't know about Cheshire Cat and Dude Ranch. Like, all right. Yeah. I got I gotta do two things with the Blink 182. It is so it was big at my at my high school, right? Yeah, I love Blink 182 as well. Too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Um, one of the things I found interesting when I went to college out of state was like Blink 182 was the senior, the senior uh, class band favorite band of the year in our yearbook, mm-hmm. and theirs was at the drive-in. <laughs> And it was like, whoa, like this is such a strange cultural difference in terms of what the pop is in that specific place at that time. Um, Because I would have assumed Blink-182 owned the fucking planet at that time. But then again, we live miles from where they formed. So I guess it makes sense that they would be over a little overblown. But they captured that California pop punk so well. And at the drive-in had definitely had that I mean, they're from El Paso, but they have that we live in a really terrible place vibe. So let's sing about it. And so does Indiana. So So I get where they liked that, wherein we lived in California, which was frankly pretty fucking awesome. So, yeah, running around naked and talking about Stacy's mom. You know, that was the shit. It was awesome. It was awesome. That's a different band. Did you did you do the thing that I do sometimes where I purposely get it wrong? Or okay. Yeah. No. I was actually going on. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they did the the like parody video of the Backstreet Boys, right? For all the small things. Like (laughs) they were they were so huge. And I think it's interesting because you can't like that angsty sort of tense not tense no tense is not the right word that teen angst that you know they they have the one song about watching a girl get it's literally called foyer right get get undressed from her window and everything that you know yeah i'm in a tree with my pants down right you can't do that when you have the money and fame that they do you don't have those feelings anymore right so yeah Fair enough. How, how did they evolve if they bring him back? I, I think it'd be cool if they just like redid the Mark, Tom, and Travis show, which I know was a live album. But yeah, before we jump into this last fight, I can't talk about Blink Money Two without one of the people that touches my heart, and I will never forget. And I know some members of the fellowship won't either. And there is nothing like listening to Blink One Eighty Two play at a funeral service. Mm-hmm. And bless Mikey Whitson's heart because he fucking touched mine, and I missed the shit out of him. I was and just thinking about him the other day. Damn right. Ryan, I you you never met Mikey Whitson, I don't think, because he was a peer of ours at work, but geez, I mean, they take the best way too early. He, yep. he fought cancer for a really, really long time. And man, I've never met somebody who was so happy to put his feet on the ground and bust his ass for his friends. Like he would work so fucking hard and do it with such a big ass smile. And uh, again, hearing Blink-182 in the middle of his church farewell service, you know, just shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cock, sucker, motherfucker, that is tits, not what fart, turd, and twat. Yes, that is did. not. No, they did not. <laughs> okay, that was in my car when I pulled up because I needed to laugh instead of cry. But that did happen in my mind. <laughs> and in, they in, did your, in your head cannon, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, Riley could tell you I was laughing. I would start crying and then I would start laughing a little bit because that's in what fact, I had to think about. I think, and I, I believe that I'm right about this. Uh, it was you that called me and told me he had passed away. Yep. Yep. That was a, that was a, a hard was a day. Shitty day. That was a hard, hard day, but man, Mikey, I hope you're the one of the angels on the airwaves listening to this right now. <laughs> well put. Yeah. Let's talk about Cheeto. Cause Marlon Vera. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. 
We got pictures with him. We're friends. We hang out all the time. So I guess the question is, is he immune to the curse? Yeah, because he's not been on the podcast. I will say he's immune to the curse. Uriah Hall, friend of the show, has won since we met him. And so so has Cheetah. Cheetah. Yes. Now, Mike Chiesa, on the other hand, Mm -hmm. still is a victim of the Alvi curse, which is kind of interesting. So we got to watch ourselves when we go to these events because I don't want to meet people I like now. (laughs) God damn it. Anyway. Dominic Cruz, though, I'd shake his hand any day. Not a big fan, but he's such a great fighter. Jeez. Uh, what are your initial thoughts? I throw that to either of you. All right. So I started looking at the uh, some of the advanced stats. I mean, mm-hmm. if you if you just scroll down while we peruse together, look at that. I mean, would you assume that Cheeto has a negative striking differential? No, I wouldn't think that. Right. And 51% of the strikes are significant. I would after that last, after that last one, he got, he he did take some shots and he, he displayed a a pretty significant, right. Beard on his face in terms of his ability to take that damage and keep coming forward. We know Mm -hmm. that Dom Cruz is probably not going to be that guy who can take it, but he has in terms of number of fights, right. Um, a more sustained career and he still has a positive striking differential and his defense is much much better and then yeah. you look at the grappling too and you're like well holy shit dom is pretty varied in terms of his his attack 2.88 yeah, takedowns per 15 minutes takedown accuracy is not great defense is better he doesn't really go for submissions so obviously what i'm what i'm alluding to is he's a more varied attack seems to employ a Probably a more well thought out strategy, whereas uh, Cheeto right now, he's he's taking it to be able to get you know take one to give one. Yeah, that's very much so true. And then the unknown is the the footwork right now. At this point in time, it's not a secret. Dominic Cruz is what I would call herky jerky in terms of his footwork. No, and no, no, I really, herky jerky. He's funky. I like yeah, he, I like it. I'll say I'll say this. I can say to my wife that he is known for his sort of unique footwork and stance, and she is the casualist of casual MMA fans. She can notice it with him. Yep. I talked about Sugar Sean reminding me of Dominic and uh, Stephen Thompson. Like if they were kind of combined. Because Sugar Sean has had his arms down a lot lately and he kind of jerks a lot. You know, he's he faints a lot like Cruz does. Um, and I felt like Vera was having some success in his victory over Sugar Sean. I won't call it Sugar Sean defeating him because Sean did get hurt. I re- I rewatched that thing back ten times. He was not doing poorly, and he definitely hurt his leg. And and it was not Cheeto's doing. It was an injury during the fight. But that's what happens. I mean, he should accept it as a as a loss because he lost. Cheeto didn't win, though. I get it. So he is undefeated. Sure. But I I think that I think that Dominic's going to win this. I think he's going to win it by decision. And, and that's kind of what I was alluding to as well. I, I I started looking at this and. It's in his hometown, you know, that's where he I don't know if it's his hometown, but that's where he lives. Right. It's yeah. where he changed at Alliance. And I feel like this is. This is like his last stand, his last Cerrone-like 
attempt to get to somewhere in terms of potential title contention, mm-hmm. which I mean, we just met, I just mentioned like bantamweight, featherweight, lightweight is a fucking murderer's row. So, I mean, take that with a grain of salt. What I, what I just said about him making his last run at a potential championship, because there are people that would probably tear him apart. Um, but I do think this is his last real stretch of upper, upper bound mm-hmm. competitive limits. Yeah, kind of his last run, maybe for the top here. Yeah, last um, run. Mm-hmm. So he, here's the thing with Dominic Cruz, right? After that Cody Garbrandt fight, which we have to remember was almost six years ago at this point. That's so wild. Yeah. Um, and then he lost to Cejudo after that, but not until 2020. So I think the narrative got out there that he's like washed and, and can't compete anymore. And the division is past him. I'm not sure that that's true. The Casey Kenny fight was, a, was a split decision. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he beat Pedro Munoz in a way no one thought he would um, mm-hmm. really showed maybe something of a resurgence there. So I, I think yeah. we could, I mean, he's 37. That's not great. This could kind of be his last push. He has some impressive victories over some, some real big name fighters. I think he's a tough matchup for Cheeto. Does a finish for either one of these guys get them a contender shot? Uh, I don't contender think fight? So. It's so crowded up there. It's so crowded. It is. I mean, I'd say let's look at the rankings. I mean, to, for, for some reason, my, my gut says if Cheeto gets a finish based upon what he's been doing of late, that could push him more towards the title than, than Dominic even though it makes more sense logically to say if Dominic gets a finish, he should be catapulted at his age. Yeah. Back into title contention. But I mean, we have Peter Yan who's facing Sean. I think the winner of that. And if Sean wins, which I think Dom believes that Sean's going to win. I do. He would be next in line for a title shot. TJ is fighting for the belt. Jose. Who is Jose? Who's Jose fighting? Oh, he's uh, fighting a coming up. He's fighting a Marab. Marab. Yeah. Corey, uh, Corey Sanhagen is fighting who? Uh, he doesn't have anybody yet, does he? I think he does. Does Corey he? Sanhagen is fighting Song Yudong in September. Ah, he's fighting Yudong. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, maybe one of these guys would be next for whoever. Maybe. I mean, I. TJ. I mean, really, I mean, just to know, just said, it's all fucking log jam. Look at that. Well, yeah. we're going to know, off. though, right? So Sterling and Dillashaw are fighting at 280, assuming the fight goes um, mm-hmm. October. And then Jan and Sean O'Malley, when is that? Is that November? That's the same day. It's the same day. No. Yeah, I think they're fighting in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, it's a triple main event in Abu Dhabi. Triple main? No. Yeah. They just put out the post. Yeah, it's Israel, and then it's Aljo, and then it's Jan. It's those three fights. So we're going to have... That's going to be an amazing card, UFC 280. No, that's... Uh, uh, 280 is Oliveira Makachev. We're talking about 280. Nope, you are, you are correct. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's Oliveira, then it's Aljo, and then it's... Uh, so I had Izzy wrong. But yeah, it's... Yes. 
That's going to be a great card. Izzy's going to be in MSG. That's yeah, two you want. Yes, in November. Yeah. That's right. But so still, we're going to have... This is also the Aldo and Marab is on this card. So I wonder if anything Which falls out. is Aldo I, and Marab on? I believe it's on 280. I think it's in the it, prelims. It is, it, what? Or no, it's on the main card, I, I believe. It's not on the main card, according to the OC's website. Yeah. Aldo and Marab is website. on... No, Aldo and Marab is next week on the 20th. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's just coming at up that fast. Wow. Yeah, I was looking at that card because of advance of this fight night. I was like, what's coming up after this in case this is dumb? But we and who who's fighting on 279? That's the Cosmo Nate Diaz fight. Oh, so there's no title fight on that one. No, that's that's like Nate Diaz gets a main event, five round main event on a you on a pay-per-view. Oh. And they have not filled that card out. <laughs> uh, well, I beg to differ because we have uh, actual professional athlete and American hero Chris Barnett fighting. <laughs> Another guy who is actually a professional athlete, Jake Collier, Johnny Walker. Hey, he's back. Who's he fighting? Ian Kutalaba. Oh, he's fighting Kutalaba, the Hulk. I look forward to that. That's going to... That's going to test Walker. Let me tell you, I love Kudalaba's weigh-ins. There's a bunch of YouTube uh, things of him because he gets fucking crazy. He's the one who feigned that thing with Magomed. Remember, he feigned injury and then the ref thought it was real and stopped it. No nonsense. Keith Peterson, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Stopped the fight and then they rebooked it. And then the same thing happened except he actually actually knocked him out (laughs) (laughs) finished is what he started i like the grit so 280 shaping up to be pretty good um balal muhammad is fighting sean brady benil dariush is in there with matthias gamrot speaking of gamrot uh vulcan ozdemir and nikita krylov Uh, i don't really care about that one but then sterling dillashaw and uh, charles Oliveira is going to get his belt back so that's that's a good time you yeah, see, see what I did there? You see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was very subtle. Just slid mm-hmm. in there. And Oliver's going to get his belt back. The, well, I say back. He It should never have been taken from him. But Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, I, do, do either of you believe he actually missed weight? I I I wouldn't. I don't think so. I, I just, I even if he did, like. I mean, shit. the official report says he did. So. I mean, I'll I didn't know what the official report says. If I believe that he missed weight, I, I believe I, that Angela Hill's grandparents were abducted by aliens. I believe that. I believe Are that. we all picking Dominic Cruz in this fight? I'm picking Dom Cruz. I'm picking Cruz. I like him. ESPN has him at a plus 200. I think I don't like hate it. it. Yeah, there's there's a couple of, of underdogs on here that that are surprising underdogs to me, but hey, I teach their own their picks. But I think Cruz is that is that one addition to a parlay that is gonna really help <laughs> if if you ask me. But uh, but yeah, man, fun fun episode. We Do we want to a lot? Just briefly touch on uh, is it two seventy seven? I guess then no two seventy eight two seventy eight. Yeah, Usman. You you want some immediate thoughts on that before we dive into it next episode? Maybe we'll yeah. have a guest on to make some picks with us. A little aperitif. Is there mm-hmm. any scenario where Usman loses? 
Ooh. I mean, Amanda lost, so. Yeah. Okay, fair. Diarrhea. Diarrhea can fuck anyone's game up. But it feels unlikely he has not lost. Jose Caceres, really, is the only guy who's ever beaten him. That's surprising. Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think he so he beat leon edwards a long time ago yep. um oh dang there was something i forgot for tonight yeah i i i i don't i would not put any amount of dollars on who's mom losing costa Rock. 340 favorite costa and rockhold is on that one too yeah i think rockhold gets knocked the fuck out <laughs> Yeah, I think he's he's in for he's in for a quick trip to Dreamland. So why didn't this fight happen before? It was rebooked, right? Yeah, it was postponed. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I want to say why. at least. I'm thinking at least twice it got postponed. Hmm. This is definitely the battle of good looks. Oh, Luke is way better looking than Paul Costa. I would I would agree with you on that. I think <laughs> I think I think that's true. Also, he's never been humped by another man in the cage. That's true. He hasn't been teabagged either. I love that we're seeing all these great physical insults afterwards. (laughs) Do you? Mm. We'll go into that on the next episode. That's a pretty neat podcast. (laughs) What do you want to go out on? I swear I'm not going to break down in tears after this episode, Ryan. Did, uh, (laughs) did, Did that happen? You can talk. You can figure that out if you want. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <too>. Um, <laughs> I watched some of the contender series today. Bo Nickel looks pretty interesting. You guys familiar with him? Is that the first He's fight? A collegiate wrestler, right? That was the main event, wasn't it? It was the main event. Yeah. And uh, so Dana did not give him a contract. He's two and zero, but he's going to bring him back for one more contender series fight. Mm. Did he, he give he, the first guy who got the knockout? The first he, uh, uh, I think so. Yes. <laughs> Um, I think Bo Nickel has has real, real potential. I do too. I do too. Bo Nickel, this is going to be a fun grip of fights this weekend. It's going to be a fun week if you choose for it to be. <laughs> and uh, I hope you don't get diarrhea. I should do a different song this time. I don't have any other ones like that, though, laying, laying around, <laughs> one might say. Maybe I'll go out on one of the weird tracks that we have. Go out on an old intro. How about that? Let's do an old outro today. Okay. What's it going to be? I don't know. Oh, shit, Dom. It's time for the Pretty Neat Podcast. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. What would it take to make a fan like you? Listen to a man like me talk about UFC. I don't know. Let's ask my friend Tom. I'll find out who won in the weekend scrum. MMA, I think you're pretty neat. But I respect your distance. Get away from my feet. Ryan Hall, why'd you gotta fall in an Aminari roll right into my balls? It's the Pretty Neat Podcast with... Dominic and Aaron. Yeah. Hope you don't mind this awful rap. It's bad. It might be, but that's all.
Just.